Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey, parents. It is Renee Sinning, teen life coach and parent partner. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about being stuck in the middle. I've had a lot of parents reach out to me who, although married, they feel like they're constantly stuck between their spouse and their kids or their partner and their kids. I've also talked with quite a few step parents who, because of your role, you kind of have to walk a really fine line between what is appropriate for you to do and say as the step. No matter what you're feeling, however, when you feel like you're stuck in the middle, it can be very isolating. You might feel alone, unsupported. A lot of times there's just major feelings of frustration, being emotionally exhausted, and really kind of just feeling out of control, right? Having that role of being stuck in the middle, that often defines you as a peacekeeper or the fixer. You feel like you're walking on eggshells because maybe you don't want to rock the boat. And it's just a really, really hard place to be. So again, I've spoken with multiple step parents who've reached out looking for support for their step child, but they end up in a situation where the partner or the bio parent is not on board, or even if they are, the other parent isn't. And because they are the step, the ultimate decision to be able to get support for their child is out of their hands. That can be really hard, but the exact same thing can happen in a relationship with married couples where one person is on board, they really want support, and the other person is not. No matter the situation, being stuck in the middle can feel really helpless. You can feel really helpless. And so the question is, what can you do? So I wish I had one solid answer, but I don't because it's a very different for every family and all the family dynamics are different. However, I don't want to leave you empty handed. So I am going to share a few things for you to think about and or try. Number one is going to be get support for yourself. Make sure that you have some type of support system in place for you. That may look like good friends. You may have family support, a specific type of support group or therapy, or even a teen life coach and parent partner, which is what I do. I support the parents as much as I support the kids because being stuck in the middle is such a lonely and often emotionally draining place you're still a parent. So you have got to prioritize your own self-care, your own mental health. You deserve that. And your kids, honestly, they deserve that from you, right? And so it's important to your role as a parent to not lose yourself. Don't lose who you are at your core. Because as parents, obviously we love our kids like more than anything. And so often we put our kids 
first. And often, and that's okay to do. And that's important to do. But you've also got to find some time for yourself. Because honestly, getting support for yourself is a gift that you are actually given to your kids, right? It's important for your kids to see you as more than just mom and dad. And in order for you to be able to parent the best that you can, you have to have energy to be that parent, right? And so you deserve an outlet too. And no guilt allowed when finding time to prioritize you. And so that's number one. Number one is make sure you have some type of support system in place solely for you. Number two, open conversations with your partners, with your kids, if it's appropriate. Look into those relationships, those connections, where they are and where you'd like them to be. And then because not everything is within your control, you have to kind of focus on those things that are within your control that can be improved on because kids pick up on things. They pick up on body language. They pick up on words. They pick up on energy. And so they see when parents are not on the same page. So opening that conversation with your partner or your spouse, see if you can come to agreement on some things, maybe not everything, but some things and be consistent. Consistency is key. You want your kids to say, see that you are on the same team. And so what are some of those things that you can agree on and can you be consistent? Make a list of the things you agree on and the things you don't. And then find that wiggle room, right? Where you can negotiate and compromise. And again, if you can't do this on your own, get support, therapy, coaching, some type of support or help so you can come to some type of agreement to create that calmer household. And so you don't have to feel like you're walking on eggshells because again, kids pick up on energy. They see things. They're very, very bright. If your partner or spouse is unwilling to make change, Then I kind of go back to number one. You got to prioritize yourself and figure out what really matters. And again, that's a gift you give your kid. And some really important questions to ask yourself or at least think about, think about for yourself is what's really going on here? What am I tolerating? Why am I tolerating this? What am I willing to keep tolerating? And what are my non-negotiables, the things that have to change? If you don't want to stay stuck in the middle, you got to really think about what are my non-negotiables with my partner and spouse so we can have this environment where everyone's on semi on the same page, that we can come to some agreements and that it's a comfortable, peaceful household where you aren't walking on eggshells because that's, that's, that's a tough way to live, right? Remember, parents. Everything you do, you're modeling for your kiddos. Your kids are watching. Your kids are learning. And oftentimes what is unseen is although you might be the parent that feels like you're in the middle because kids are kids and because they see things through a different lens, a lot of times when there's this kind of situation, it's the kids that often feel like they are the ones that are in the middle. They might feel like they're the ones stuck in the middle of mom and dad, or that they're the reason that mom and dad might not agree or might be arguing, that they're the reason for tension or stress. And teens and kids, they will conjure up stories in their head when things in their environment are a little bit uncomfortable. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, 
I'm sure that is not a burden that you would ever want to put in your kids. So, but just be aware that although you might feel like, and you might be the one that's stuck in the middle, again, that fixer, feel like you're walking on eggshells, your kids might be perceiving it as they are, they are the ones that are stuck in the middle because they are, you are, they're modeling, they're watching you, they're watching your interactions and they're learning. That's, that's just the way it goes, right? They're learning from you. And so again, those three things, no one answer. If there was, I would give it to you. Get to make sure you have support for yourself. Really important because again, being stuck in the middle, it can be very isolating, lonely, tiring, exhausting. Make sure you have some support for you. Number two, try to open up some conversation with your partner or your spouse and come to some type of an agreement. Some things you can agree on and be really consistent about. Get You might need to get some support for you as a couple. And number three is just those questions to ask yourself. What am I tolerating? Why am I tolerating? What am I willing to keep tolerating? And what are my non-negotiables? And that is you just taking some personal insight if you decide you want to make some change. And so that's that. Now, I also want to talk real quick about teens stuck in the middle. So a lot of times kids are stuck in the middle. They literally are. They might be the middle child. They might be the middle in a group of friends. Your child, if they're stuck in the middle with their friends, they could be the peacemaker. Sorry, peacemaker. They might feel like they're in the middle of the parents. It doesn't matter, but accept that understanding that if your teenager is stuck in the middle, then they're going to have those similar type of feelings that you might. They can be emotionally exhausting. They can feel unsupported. They can feel pulled in all these different directions. And guilt is a big one. It's a really big one for teens, especially kids that are stuck in the middle of friend groups. And so how do you help your teen who might feel stuck in the middle? Number one, if they're willing to talk, would be helping them kind of bring in an awareness to the situation, helping them to kind of see what's going on. Gauge their feelings. Ask them questions. See if they want your advice. See if they want to talk about it. Otherwise, just be a listener and try to guide them without giving advice. Maybe share stories of situations you've been in or friends of friends or situations where other people have been stuck in the middle. Do not give advice unless they ask or they will shut down often. Teach them about boundaries and what that might look like for them, right? If they're a kid that's stuck, a friend, if they're in the middle of friends, then what would boundaries look like to kind of preserve their own energy? Because that really is a pull and a push. If you have one kid whispering in one ear and another friend whispering in the other ear, that can be really, really stressful. And so what do those boundaries, how could they look? Teach them about the importance of using their voice. And by that, I mean... Number one, they want to use their voice to and to keep confidences. So they want to make sure that they're not sharing what one person is whispering to the other person, whether that's one parent. Hopefully parents aren't talking to the kids about the other parent, but keep those confidences and let them know that if they need to share, to share with you and not with other friends, because that's a whole other ball game where then those dynamics get get changed and one friend thinks you're betraying and then it can be really ugly. Make sure that they use their voice to not talk about each other, about their other friends to each other. Just if they need, if, if kids are coming at them and like saying stuff, they just 
kind of be neutral, right? And see if they're comfortable telling their friends or their parents how they feel about being stuck in the middle. Getting teens to use their voice can be hard. It often requires um, a lot of confidence, right? Because it's not always easy to say, say how you feel, especially if you're stuck in the middle. Because again, your child might feel like they're walking on eggshells within their friends or within the family. It's really common with friends though, especially if it's a group of three. And then again, you can kind of ask them the same questions that I mentioned before. Why are they tolerating? What what are they tolerating? And what are they willing to tolerate going forward that feels good to them? It can be really hard for teenagers to kind of walk away from friends or change friends groups. And so again, that's what am I tolerating? What am I willing to tolerate? And then set those boundaries out. But if they don't really think about it and bring awareness to it, they kind of get stuck in the situation, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, being stuck in the middle is not an easy place to be. I would also be sure that your friend, your teenager has some support. They have some support for themselves so that they feel that they can have somebody to talk to. And if they don't, don't want to talk to you because not all teens want to talk to their parents, then a trusted adult, uh, a coach, therapist. I talk to teens, talk to me all the time about this stuff. And really important that they have that place to vent and get stuff out where they feel safe and unjudged and all that stuff. So yeah, being stuck in the middle is hard. And I hope that this is not you, but if it is really Go through and think about those questions I mentioned. What are you tolerating? What are you? What are your boundaries? Um, are you using your voice? Are you sharing how you feel? And what does support look like for you? Because you deserve to have them. And that's it on this episode. I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.